Hey everybody and welcome to the podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Taryn. And this is Out of Left Field, the show all about the weird world of baseball. Wait, there's a weird side of baseball? Oh, there is a very, very weird side of baseball. <laughs> um, so today's episode was supposed to be about Tommy John. That's originally what we had planned and taken notes for. Um, so it's going to be all about uh, Tommy John and his career before the yeah, surgery. We'll give away our uh, future topics. Oh, but I had so much planned for it, and that's I had a whole I had a whole lead in. That's um, so anyway, that's what the original plan for it was, and then uh, some shit went down this week. So if you're following the world of baseball, uh, you know that this week there were not one but two in the span of the last like seven days. Uh, players suspended, major league players. Suspended for performance-enhancing drug usage. Uh, Chris Colabello of the Toronto Blue Jays was suspended last Friday for well, a week ago Friday for the use of, uh, I'm not even trying to pronounce what the steroid he used was. And then D. Gordon, uh, he was the National League batting champion last year of the Miami Marlins. He got suspended uh, this past Friday for use of steroids as well. Crazy. So, when's uh, the last time that uh, two people got suspended in a week I, on two different teams? I honestly don't know. I I, I really don't know. Uh, so MLB's obviously been cracking down very hard on this, uh, and two guys uh, within the span of a week suspended for performance-enhancing drug use. They both got eighty games, so a half season. They're both also banned from being able to play in the playoffs. That's part of this uh, drugs uh, use policy. Uh, so if their teams were to make the playoffs, even though they would be able to return um, mid-July, uh, they're both not allowed to be on their playoff roster. It's big deal. And uh, we pretty much made on the fly the decision that, hey, we're going to cover an episode about performance-enhancing drugs, uh, steroids specifically, because uh, it's kind of a big deal in the news right now. Oh, kind of. Just a little bit. Uh, so obviously... Uh, sorry, Tommy John, you're up next. Uh, you know, you, you've been waiting for a little while. I've had this episode ready for like uh, four or five weeks now, so you can wait another week. Yeah. Um, so the first big question is, uh, WTF is a steroid? Um, so technically, any synthetic hormone is a steroid. If you went and you talked to a doctor uh, and they gave you a synthetic hormone, it's a steroid. So a birth control pill? Is a steroid. Asthma puffers? Steroids. Um, but those are, it's a whole different story. So when we talk about a player was suspended for the use of steroids, what they're talking about are anabolic steroids. Uh, what uh, An anabolic steroid, it's a testosterone mimicker. Um, so they want the body to rapidly build or rebuild muscle. What if you took a whole bunch of estrogen? Ooh. Uh, now, Did you get caught in suspended 80 games? Now, actually, yes. We'll get to that later. Um, because there's a whole part of balancing estrogen and testosterone. Um, and that's how they actually caught guys back in the day. <clears throat> so um, there's a whole bunch of different types of uh, steroids out there that are used to help build muscle. And they all fall under the category of anabolic steroids. Sure. Um, the The... Most popular for a while uh, was HGH, human growth hormone. You always get her to get thrown out there. That's what's in cows. Yes. Well, no, it's not. It's in humans. It's HGH. But they give it to cows. God, I hope not. Um, it was undetectable for years, and you still need a blood test to find HGH. So unlike a lot of other steroids, um, which you can find in pee, 
Um, it's it's got a similar muscle building property to a lot of other steroids, and it's naturally occurring in everybody. It's what makes you grow. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the steroid of choice for a lot of dopers. Uh, you hear about HGH doping and things like cycling and the Olympics. Uh, there's no, they don't dope and dope and cycling now, do they? God, you know what? I wouldn't have thought it, and then you know. I heard about it, and apparently it's all over the place. No, really? I know. Imagine my surprise. Mind fucking blown with cycling. Uh, there's creatine, which is uh, good for gaining water weight, actually. Uh, now, some believe that that helps you to gain muscle mass. Um, there's debate about that. But the idea being that if you're holding the water, then it helps your muscle rebuild. It's also very against the rules. Yes, let me take out all this stuff and get bloated, and maybe I'll build some muscle. Uh, no, because the water is what's needed to help your muscles rebuild, is what the thinking is. Eh. Um, there's androtendoin, uh, which I just butchered the name of. Uh, it was Mark McGuire's drug of choice. He took it back in the 90s. It was legal in the 90s in baseball. Most performance-enhancing drugs in baseball were actually legal in the 90s. Why did they all become illegal? Um, well, it depends on kind of who you ask. Um, they didn't pass rules against their use until the early 2000s. If you had taken this at the Olympics, though, you are so out. Um, but in the 90s in baseball, it was okay. Uh, what this one does is it encourages the body to produce its own testosterone. Uh, now, there's also blood boosters. There's EPO, which I'm not even going to try and pronounce what it stands for. Uh, it encourages the body to produce red blood cells. Now, those aren't actually... It's not actually a steroid. It's no, a perform- but it'll get oxygen to your muscles, help bulk you up. Exactly. Make you last longer. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there- last longer. <laughs> exactly. There's CERA, uh, which is a blood thinner. What it does is it discourages the negative side effects of EPO. So if you've got a lot of red blood cells... There's all kinds of nasty stuff that can go on. Um, you know, stroke, heart attack, that kind of shitty crap. Um, then there's stuff like stimulants, amphetamines, diuretics. There was a huge issue in baseball in the 80s with green... They called them greenies. Um, they were meth. Nice. Methamphetamines. Um, so, uh, shoot, who was The Rock? Gary Carter? No, not Gary Carter. Um... He also Vince played Scully? for the Expos. No, not Vince Scully. Vince Scully didn't play. Uh, he played for the Expos uh, in the eighties. The only re- he, he always slid head first because he didn't want to crush the little vials of methamphetamine he had in his back pockets. <sighs> I'm not kidding. That's ridiculous. Why did Andre keep- Dawson? Andre Dawson. Why wouldn't he like leave them in the dugout? Because what if he needed to jump right then? Like that, yeah, I know. Uh, there was a drug trial in the eighties. It was the Pittsburgh drug trials, and there were baseball players put on trial for possession of amphetamines. Well, if you're running around with them in your back pocket, I know. Um, it was. Uh, it was. Let me guess. Crazy. They all got convicted. No, they were pretty much all put free. How? Mm, circumstantial evidence. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, there were issues with this. Um, greenies and amphetamines were the first drugs banned in baseball. Because the thing is, is in baseball, there were no rules against using uppers back then. 
Um, so during competition, I mean, obviously you're not taking steroids during competition. That's it's not like during the during the game or the day of the game. You're like, oh yeah, I'm taking some steroids. Steroids are way beforehand <laughs> uh, to get you built up. But there's an issue with amphetamines and stimulants to get you jacked up during the game, and they dull the pain as well. Um, technically, if you take caffeine, uh, way too much caffeine before a game, like immediately before a game, you'll test positive for amphetamines. Huh. It's the so how much caffeine do you need to do that? It's, like, it's the, would my caffeine have it? No, it's the equivalent of four to six cups of coffee in like the immediate minutes before running out on the field. Okay. So like downing six shots of espresso and then running out on the field. I could do that. Yeah, but nobody would. Um, um apparently you don't know anyone who works at Starbucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh huh. I can tell you, I did six shots of espresso and one go this morning at five forty-five this morning. But did you did you drink them all straight back in one shot, or did you like drink them in a coffee over the course of several uh, over the course of a few minutes? There were six shots in one cup that I sipped at. It probably took me two minutes to drink. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> you might have tripped that test. Good. Go- Good God, you need help. Uh, you work at Starbucks at 5 a.m. on a Friday morning. You need, tell me how much coffee. You need help. And then there's also on the other side calming drugs like beta blockers. They slow down the heart rate and help you relax. A lot of musicians actually use these before they go and perform like in front of a big crowd. Well, you don't want me jump you when you're going to go play some band, some music. Exactly. I don't um, think Metallica needs it, but, oh no, Great <laughs> like, Big C might. I'm not a Great Big C, but like, uh, it's going and performing an audition or something, too. Oh, that too. Uh, and then, there's pain blockers, obviously. We're not talking, like, Tylenol. We're talking, again, amphetamine-type pain blockers. T3? Yeah, T3. Opioids. And then, um, we, we touched on this earlier, there's the masking agents. There's diuretics to flush everything out of your system. And there's epitestosterone, which uh, corrects the ratio of testosterone and estrogen in your blood system. Um, so epitestosterone exists in balance with testosterone, and when they test, uh, or if you're doping, if you're taking, if you're using testosterone to dope, you actually they test to see if you have too much testosterone. If your testosterone epitestosterone ratio is off. Um, this is what happened when the guy after Lance Armstrong, who also was caught doping, um, the American. I there for- was another guy? Yeah. Um, he was the guy immediately after Lance Armstrong, before they realized Lance Armstrong was cheating. Sure. There were a lot of guys in biking who were cheating. Um, either way, this is how he got caught, that his T to E ratio were way off. Um, so this is what actually what kind of what would happen if you took a lot of estrogen. Um, When female weightlifters, especially from the Soviet Union, uh, in the 80s were cheating, uh, they would be doping up on steroids and then taking a lot of estrogen to balance it out to cover this out. Um, So, yeah, that's that's your basic rundown of steroids and uh, how we cheat. Okay. Uh, So, yeah. So, why do we cheat? To win. I mean, wasn't doing Chris Colabello any good? No, well, if Chris Colabello allegedly cheated, yeah, or you know, D. Gordon, uh, whoever it is, you know, we cheat to try and get an edge. But here's the real question: uh, Why are steroids banned when you know everything else is okay? You know, 
we we use equipment to get better. We use uh, biomechanics to get better. We use medical advancement to get better. Um, so why are steroids not okay? I mean, hey, Tommy John, you're getting a call, a call out in this episode too. Anyway, um, Tommy John surgery is okay. Yeah. You know, uh, microfracture surgery and knee surgery is okay. Players 30, 40 years ago, you had a knee injury like that, and your career is done. If Marcus Stroman had played 40 years ago, he had a knee injury like that, sorry, that was your career, man. Uh, today, he's back six months later, pitching in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but steroids, no, not okay. Because they're, science, they're <laughs> the enhancing performance, but knee surgery enhances performance. Well, knee surgery... Makes them be able to play again. It doesn't enhance their performance. Well, it enhances it, his performance because he wouldn't have been able to perform otherwise. I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, or like, surgery and or what about like LASIK? Makes your vision better. Have you noticed how ridiculous guys look when they wear glasses <laughs> on the field? Yeah, they do look pretty silly. Um, Brett Cecil, Brett. Lori, Deanna Navarro. Okay, like, but like, what about glasses? You could play without wearing glasses. Then you're blind and okay. you can't see. But like, what about what about guys who get LASIK even though they have 20-20 vision and they can have like 20-10 vision? That's performance enhancement. There's giving yourself, you know, a competitive edge and then giving yourself an uncompetitive edge. So when you are the only one doping in the group of 60 guys playing a game. That's not right. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Okay, 60. 60 well, six, 50 guys 50 between guys. the two teams. Mm-hmm. If you're the only one doping, then that's not fair. How do we know? Like, there's no... But, like, what if you're the only guy who had Tommy John surgery between the two teams? You still don't pitch as well as you used to. But... Also, first of all, there's arguments to be made to pitch better. Um, but also, you know, not everybody uses the same equipment. Not everybody has the same trainers and coaches. Yeah, but, but everyone has access to the same equipment. But not necessarily, not everybody has the same access to the same trainer. Coaches, coaches make you better, right? Yeah. But not everybody has access to the same trainers and coaches. If you're on a different team, you have a better coach. That's, perform- major- that's performance enhancing. At the major league level, you would argue that all coaches are pretty damn good. Yeah, but aren't certain coaches better? Don't- that's why you go different teams. Why you think uh, so- Jay Hafsbeck and the Blue Jays, he found a coach he liked. So- he worked his way back to his coach. So isn't it an enhancement to your performance, having a good coach? Having a better coach? Yeah. That but, then not every- but then not everybody has access to the same staff. Okay, why do you gotta go all um, devil's advocate and know the stuff and don't give me any notes about it? You have notes about it. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Why Why are drugs banned when other performance-enhancing methods are permitted? This is what happens when you don't tell me what's in the notes. That's exactly what's in So, for the record, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Um, I'm not in favor of athletes using performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, I do believe they're quite dangerous and uh, they aren't good for the game. Uh, but, you know, in, in the interest of having A, more than a 10-minute long podcast, and B, a little bit of discussion, a little bit of thinking going on, I'm playing a bit of a devil's advocate here. And uh, I'm tossing out the arguments against, you know, what your standard arguments for, oh, they're evil, ban them from the game. Yeah, they found the notes that tell me, you know, the other side of it. Exactly. 
Uh, no, those are my notes. Uh, these ones, hey? Those are your notes, yes. Yeah. Um, they're bad for you? They're bad for you. Well, you know, so are, so are sports. You know, well, you, baseball, you don't baseball, get Baseball, not particularly. But, like, look at, about football look at, like, here, football here. or hockey or boxing. But, like, you know, they're banned in every sport. Yeah, but, you know, I don't want to go run against a football player who's also on steroids. I won't run against any football player, but, like... Yeah, neither do I. Those, you seen those guys, they're huge. I've seen some pretty lanky football players. Mm-hmm. But... Um, no, they, um, they're harmful. They... But, like, so it's taking a fastball to the head. And, and many, and many people who say, um, hey, Goose Gossage, um, oh, you know, we police ourselves and, uh, players just as unwritten rules. If, if they behaved like that, I'd throw a fastball at his ear. Steroids? No, those guys are evil. They should be banned for life. Well, so, Goose Gossage is crazy. Um, and most guys, even the guys who say that, you know, police on-field policing's okay, don't recommend throwing a fastball at a guy's ear. They will throw in his ribs. They'll throw but like, in that his could shoulder. Be, that could be pretty dangerous, throwing at the ribs. Well, Broken I mean, ribs. You're not going to like... throw a 98-mile fastball into a guy's ribs on purpose. Okay, but like... At least I'm hoping these professional Mm -hmm. athletes are in top physical form and respect the other guys. Or like take out slides, which which are Are now banned, which are now banned. Or or like for a long time, you could run down, run into the catcher. That's how Buck Martinez's career ended, and he became an awful announcer instead, with a brief pit stop at awful manager. The 2000s were the the Toronto Blue Jays let him manage a baseball team for a year and a half. How did he last that long? It was bad. It was bad. Well, the Blue Jays were pretty bad in the. He was actually he was a pretty good catcher. The Blue Jays were pretty bad in the aughts. Yeah, they were. Uh, No, they weren't bad. They were mediocre. No, they were bad under Buck. They were just bad. Okay. Um. Um. So or or like diving around like Kevin Pilardas in the outfield. Baseballs. He played off a season with a broken hand. Exactly. So baseballs intrinsically, even though you don't think it is, pretty dangerous. And and also the dangers of taking steroids are barely overblown. I mean, roid rage occurs in less than two percent of all cases of use. Yeah, but you're not going to see most people go that crazy. Without yeah. reason. But, and also, and numerous studies have shown... if you allow them at the major league level, children emulate what their stars do, what their heroes do. Do you want kids taking steroids? No, but do you want do kids you... playing football either? Well, no, but... But we allow football. I don't let my children play football. Well, I don't well, have you don't children. Have children. But it's not like I want to let them play full contact football before they are able to. Like, yeah, before but like we we have children, it. we have children out there now who idolize football players, right? So like, if if you're saying we if we allow steroids, you idolize and we, someone and not play full. But contact if if we football. idolize them and emulate them, and we're saying if we allow them to take steroids and they idolize and emulate steroid takers, they're gonna want to take steroids. Well, if we allow them to play full, if we allow them to play football, and we idolize and emulate football players, they'll want to play football. Like it's the same argument, right? Yeah, 
There's, there's not so much. Arc- Football's going downhill pretty quick. It's not the most popular sport around. Well, basketball is. Soccer is really because, you know, soccer takes no equipment. No equipment and you don't get, you know, conco- You like, do. There's like actually, there's, there's, fair enough. And soccer. You, yes, you can get a concussion in soccer. You can, you can get lots of concussions in soccer. Walking down the street. Um, Bang you're not going to have a, like, the chances are, you're not going to have CTE. So bad that's going, one concussion that's going to end your career. Or your life. Isn't going to happen in soccer like it would in football. That is true. That is true. Like, there's a significantly lower level of risk in soccer. Yes. There is. There is. What else you got? Um, who wants to win by cheating? Let's be real. Well, Winning by cheating is not nearly as much fun. Again, it's only cheating because we made it cheating. Yeah. And, and like, you know, there's, there's technology everywhere in sports. I mean, better, faster, stronger, but like, there's equipment everywhere, you know. You've got the bat that's a third of an ounce lighter so you can swing it harder. Or, uh, the cleats that are, that weigh nothing so that you can run just as fast as if you were in your bare feet. Or your, the cameras that analyze every single angle of your swing so you can break it down. You know, it's, they're, they're just as artificial. You're not winning on your God-given, quote-unquote, God-given talent anymore. Well, having different ways of looking at things is different than supplementing your own body. You, 100 years ago, if you had enough people, you could have had them sit and watch how you swing at every different kind of pitch and have long, drawn-out meetings that go nowhere about it. Okay, but, they just made it a little bit more convenient and less painful. Okay, but like you, you know, you have your your different bats now, or your different uh, helmets, or your different gloves to make everything a little bit easier. You know, or different equipment to make you be able to hit the ball harder or faster. Or with golf, how they have drivers that are designed to help you hit the ball farther and longer and with better spin. Okay, let's be real. Golf isn't a real sport. Golf's an activity. Golf's Let's hear a, what the Olympics say. Golf's a very, very well-paying activity. Golf's not a real sport. Mm-hmm. Golf's an activity. That's okay. But the same point goes. You know, you're winning on the merit of technology. Now, you make the highest level on your skill. But what differentiates you at the highest level? Not having a broken back or a sex problem? Yes, Tiger Woods. We get it. Seriously, clean yourself up, man. Um... There's still levels within the top level, though. The BGA Tour has, what, over 200 people on it? Yeah. And the difference between number one oh, and number... Oh, and there is still skill. ...ten is a mile wide, alone the difference between number ten and, like, hundred. Mm-hmm. But, like, the difference between... But, like, when Tiger Woods was at the top of his game, the difference between number one and number two was bigger than the difference between number two and number a hundred. Yeah, well, then Tiger Woods had back problems and sex problems, penis in his pants, and yes, no, no longer has a career or a wife. Yeah, that's true. Like, do we really want to look up Tiger Woods here? Yeah, yeah, he was really good at golf for you know five years, but then he kind of oh, he was good at golf for like twelve years. Um, okay, he was good at golf for a while, and he was exceptional at golf. But isn't this supposed to be a baseball podcast? You. Um, but the point but, I'm making is is that equipment makes you better at your sport, how too. How do you know that he wasn't doping, either? He probably was. 
Let's be, like, they they, they all probably were. Let's be you honest. You can't have that big of a gap between number one and number two. He was also a freak talent. Yes. Versus in baseball when everyone's close together skill-wise. Mm-hmm. It's harder. It's more obvious when someone's excelling at that point. And but it's also... You also look at it in baseball and it's not the guys who are excelling to that ridiculous level. Who are, you know, being seen no, to be cheating. No, it's the guys who want to be at that level and get those big-ass paychecks. Or maybe they're just the ones who aren't covering it up as well. Mm, that too. Yeah. Not paying enough guys to. <laughs> um, it changes people. Do you really think Brett Laurie would uh, be throwing around baseball helmets and smashing bats over his knee if he wasn't on steroids? Uh, he's, he's not on steroids. He just takes a shit ton of Red Bulls. Uh, any different? Yeah. Think about how much caffeine's in a Red Bull. <sighs> oh God! Feed down two of those in like the five minutes before a game. It's probably as much caffeine as I had this morning. Yeah, probably. Uh, Brett Laurie needs to, you know, take some like chill pills. Chill pills. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what the clinical name for chill pills is. Beta blockers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, could you could you imagine Brett Laurie uh, with uh, with chill pills in him? Hey guys, how I think are I you? think that's essentially Josh Donaldson. No, Josh Donaldson's so Josh, much better than Brett. But Josh Laurie. Donaldson knows how to like. Josh Donaldson can pump it. He's up. intense, but he's the right level of intense. Did you see how he called out other Blue Jays earlier this week? Yeah. Yeah. You. No, there's something like shit stirring in the clubhouse if you're calling out your teammates publicly. Yeah, but you know what? He did it last year, too. This isn't the tri-league. It's the get-it-done league. I guess. He's he's just that kind of guy. Seriously. Maybe it's just because the Jays have sucked this year. Brett Laurie on chill pills. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I'm just trying to imagine that. It's just... It would not be as nearly as much fun as it was when he was on... The Blue Jays. No, it wouldn't. We had that conversation the other night when we were watching you, the game. You do realize he's going to be back on the Blue Jays again in like eight years as a journeyman first baseman, and it's mm. going to be really sad because we're all going like, uh, we're all going to remember what he might have been. Billy Goatland, Adamland. Uh, no, Adamland's not going to be a Blue Jay again. No, but when. That last couple seasons, he was no, because he's gonna cool he's gonna sad. come back around to Toronto somehow, and it's gonna be kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you like if you want to get to that level, if you want to be the best of the best. Why take a shortcut? Why not? A bit like it's not like work hard. It's not like it's a magic pill, right? It's still helping. And, and get steroids there. aren't a magic pill. Everybody has to kind of remember this about steroids, and that's something we didn't cover in the first part, where we were like, these are the different types of steroids. Uh, you were like falling asleep, too. Okay. Um, it's not like you take a steroid and then... It's not like It's not like when you take spinach from Popeye, and like, boom, boom, muscles. No, just forearms. Yeah, it was weird. He only had massive forearms. He should have, like, fallen over. Um, 
Either way, it's not like you're suddenly Popeye and you have massive muscles. Forms. Okay, Forms. fine. It's not like you... Well, the, well, the Incredible Hulk doesn't have a theme song. I've done an Incredible Hulk theme otherwise. Hulk smash! Yeah, okay, fine. It's not like you take a steroid you're suddenly like, Hulk smash! Um, all they do is they permit you to train harder. Um, so, you know, I could, I could give Homer Simpson steroids all I want. If you aren't motivated, you're still just a lard ass who's taking steroids, right? Really, it's, it's just a commitment to train harder. I'm trying to picture Homer Simpson as a baseball player. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's an episode. We're doing an episode about that one later, too. Um, I'm thinking of Panda. Panda <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, essentially, it's a yellow Pablo Sandoval instead of a Dominican Homer Simpson. Pablo Sandoval is a Dominican Homer Simpson. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, so, uh, oh my god, I don't think I can go past that one now. Um, no. No, I think, I think, like, like, yeah, okay, so it's, like, I mean, we got, we got more points, but I think, like, end on a high note, right? Oh no, I think I can work with these last two points okay. a little bit more. go ahead, work with them. Um, do you really want to become an addict dying on the side of the street? Steroids aren't a gateway drug. No, but you had to take a gateway drug to get steroids. No, you don't. Methamphetamines. Okay, no. Methamphetamines <laughs> did not lead to steroids. It's not like Barry Bonds took methamphetamines. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, um, but it's... Yeah, they are addictive. You can be the, all of them for the rest of your life. You don't have to be. Uh, no, a lot of guys do because it helps keep up the, the image of being, you know, huge. Um... But, like, so is training, right? You know, there's the runner's high, there's the, the trainer's high, the athlete's high. Um, yeah, but that goes... Away once you away. take them. But, like, steroids themselves aren't intrinsically addictive. I mean, it's it, they're addictive in the same way that, like, food's addictive. Um, you eat too much of that, you get fat. What? If you eat too much of that, you get fat. Yeah, no, but it's, it's addictive because you like the feeling of it. It's not addictive in the same way that heroin's addictive, that there's a dependency. I know people who are addicted to lots of non-dependent things that won't give them up. Yeah. Like me and coffee. Well, coffee there actually is a dependency that's formed. You... I can detox. Yeah, exactly. But there's, there's a dependency that's formed with things like caffeine. Um, steroids, the evidence... And here's the thing. There's never been a long-term study done with steroids um, because that would be unethical. You can't do human studies. What about all those baseball players who took steroids in the 90s? You can't do human studies because, okay, there hasn't been a proper study. That would be that would involve being double blind, um, and that would involve it being done over a long-term period. Um, now, the baseball player study is not double blind because they voluntarily took the steroids and knew they were taking steroids. Um, you would have to have a double blind study, which would mean that the doctors don't even know that they're giving the people steroids and the people wouldn't know if they're taking steroids or they're taking a placebo. Uh, we're getting That's into why some you have lab rats. Yeah, but the thing with lab rats is is that um, well, they die. Well first of all they die. Um, second of all, we're also talking about the social thing of them too now. Mm, so do. we're worrying about depend it, it would be highly unethical to test, you know, steroids in humans, so um, it's kind of a big issue. It's also unethical 
in the same way to throw up guy head first and guy a bunch of times see how many concussions he gets and then see if he dies yeah pretty much they still do studies on concussions in the nfl they do but they aren't double blind research uh you can do studies but you can't do a double blind research test there's a difference sure you can do post post research i get what you're saying yeah we're getting into different kinds of science at this point um It would be highly unethical to do studies about the addictiveness of steroids. No, I'm sure there's still, like... There would be no highly way. unethical to do a proper study. Yeah. Um, there's no way that they don't form independence, though. Like, if you... But it's, like, the same way that people get addicted to going to the gym. Yeah. Or, like, get addicted to... Yeah, but going to the gym too much doesn't make your balls shrink. Uh, but, again, that study... The studies that have been done have shown that that's an extremely rare side effect. It's like how back knee is an extremely rare side effect of uh, Viagra. It is. It's horrifying. Back knee is also an extremely rare side effect of taking steroids. Back knee. This, yeah, this is. You're, you're cringing at that word. It's it's a horrifying thought too. Um. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Do you really want someone, like, the person who's going to have the bad void ready just going to be the guy who can't get off them and go and shoot up? Yeah. I, 7-Eleven? Mm-hmm. Or something? Gas station? His house. I mean, the issue is, is that whenever you hear about there's the guy with the ride rage, um, you know, like that wrestler, um, Chris Benoit. He was, oh. a, he was a wrestler. Uh, it was a very high-profile case several years ago. He killed his family and then himself, um, and it was attributed to roid rage. Uh, that also could be heavily attributed to CTE, which is concussion brain scrambling. Um, so there's the issue with it, right? That roid rage being tied very closely to a lot of the time post-concussion syndromes. Mm-hmm. And can it ever properly be isolated? Now, the thing is, is that because steroids are testosterone, right? The high testosterone generally does correlate with increased aggression. So, That's true. That's that's your question. You have the one more point, and Um, then... Oh, man, I still can't get that image of Pablo Sandoval equals Homer Simpson out of my head. Um, back to just getting there on yourself. Like, if you want to be the best of the best, why cheat at it? Why not become the best of the best because you are? But, like, it's never everybody else, right? Here's the thing. It's only against the rules because we made it against the rules, right? Yeah, but even when they were legal, not everyone was taking them. But, like, not everyone's using the best bat. Not everyone's using the best shoes. Not everyone's using the best glove, Right. The only, yeah, way to, the, the only way to ensure for someone as mean it's the best for everyone. But the only way to ensure a perfectly level playing field is everybody plays naked. <laughs> yeah, you're liking that image, aren't you? I'm thinking of the ancient Greek Olympian. Yeah, well, that's the idea. The only way naked to naked and covered in oil. Naked oil. and covered in oil. Grease them up. Have been interesting wrestling matches? That would be. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's essentially. <laughs> She's, she's doing the, the wieners slapping into each other thing with her fingers now. Um, I'm a little bit tired today. A little bit. Um, yeah, the only way to ensure that everybody would be even would be to have them play naked. 
you know, run the marathon entirely naked. Um, they would get sunburned. They would. Think about how those pasty, pasty white American baseball players. Yeah. Um, so but the Cubans and Mexicans might be okay, but the pasty, pasty. Okay, that's that. You're getting racist here again. You're tired. I am. But there's yeah. also a difference between pasty Bill getting sunburned and. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what the thing is. The only way to ensure that everything's completely, completely uh, equal is everybody only uses one bat, and it's shared between everybody, and you play naked. She is really enjoying this playing naked idea. It would be really fun. Yeah, okay. You keep thinking about that. You can watch it at 7 o'clock. No, you couldn't. It would be like 11 o'clock programming. It's too late to sit down and watch a baseball game. Baseball games take forever. I know. Like, you you know what? Like you know what? They'd be playing really fast, though. No, you know what? It could be 7 o'clock programming. They just have to put bars across everything. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> have you met TV... They're way too lazy to do that. Especially live TV. Yeah, that's right. We a 10-second tape delay. Yeah, and just beep out every time Don Cherry swears. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. a little bit harder when a bunch of guys are playing naked with their dicks swinging about. <laughs> I think we've talked the fabulous and the political summer Simpson image. Okay. I told you I saw. Man, when we, managers we, got mad at each other, all they would have to do is. <laughs> they're going to have a penis That's how they would do. No, but the managers aren't competing. The managers could still wear uniforms to differentiate teams. And what? The players would just wear baseball caps? Yeah. What if someone's bald and someone has hair? Then wouldn't you. Uh... <laughs> I guess you'd have to shave everything off to make sure everything was really even. Yeah. Um, We're really imagining rules for entirely naked. Ba- oh my god, what has my life become? <laughs> so that's the show for this week. Uh, I'd thank somebody, but like, no. Professors? Oh yeah, uh, thanks, Stacy. Uh, if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure. He- no, no, there's no way he's listening to this. I don't think he knows what the internet is. Um, so thanks, Stacy. Your male prof is named Stacy. Yes. Poor, poor man. Yeah, I think his parents wanted to toughen him up. It's like the boy named Sue. Um, it's the boy named Stacy. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's not the professor that I want to introduce you to, though. That's that's not Stacy. That's it's another Stacy. That's another professor named Stacy. So thanks, Stacy. Um, yeah, you're you're not listening to this though. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know what the internet is. Um, yeah, God, I'm really sorry. Uh, if you'd like to know more about the rules of uh, naked baseball, please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure you can imagine. I'm sure you can imagine it. I'm imagine sure. Imagine the grass and dirt burn. Oh my eyes! Give me the brain bleach. Um, That's too much that could hurt. Oh God! Um, if you really want to know more about naked baseball, there's a reason why Rule 34 is invented, and I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. Please don't blame me for looking it up. Um, also, I'm pretty sure we have a title for this episode now, and it's going to get people listening. Okay, so that's the show for this week again. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to try and uh, explain a lot of what happened. Uh, Next week, I promise, more baseball history, less imagining cartoon characters as major league players and yes, yes, yes. naked guys. Um, and thanks again to Rachel Schachter for uh, making that logo happen. It's a lot better than the one that I've got. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard this by now. 
Yeah, but, cut this part you, know, out. you know, we just want to make sure she's always got the credit for it. Yeah, no, but it's the more the, oh, I sucked, yada, 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 I'm awful. Uh, okay. And nobody else to thank this week. So if you like us, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter. It's at OOLF Podcast. Our home on the web is Tumblr. It's OOLFcast.tumblr.com. Uh, questions, comments, feedback, OOLFcast at gmail.com. We are having a, uh, mailbag episode in the nearish future so if you have any suggestions for that anything you wanted to know about baseball but we're afraid to ask uh just give us a email we actually got one. Ooh, exciting somebody wanted to know what the difference between a stolen base and defensive indifference is well don't give away the answer now no i'm not uh but we'll actually have that on that show at some point in the not too distant future okay and uh yeah that is the show for this week so for Out of Left Field, I'm Jacob. I'm Taryn. That's the ball game. <laughs> <laughs>